There are lots of you out there who are making things for yourself. And for some reason, although you give away things you make as gifts or just for others in your social circle to try, you convince yourself that that is where your passion should end. I don't agree. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK, but I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After traveling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK, which is in the east side of the African continent. And I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here, and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams, or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms, and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 153. And I'm still in that creation phase as I gather enough excitement to bring you an update about the progress of my house build in Malawi. Things are moving, so you need to be in my private group so you don't miss out. That update will be coming soon, so stay tuned to the podcast and to the group because I hope to have something really special for you soon. Now, during this year's Black History Month, I've been to a few events and whilst there, I've overheard some really interesting conversations between, I have to say, mainly black women speaking to each other about the products they are looking at or the products they are buying. And there's one thing that has stood out for me during those conversations and it's this... There are lots of you out there who are making things for yourself. And for some reason, although you give away things you make as gifts or for others in your social circle to try, you've convinced yourself that that is where your passion should end. And I don't agree. And year on year, through my side hustle coaching program, I've proved many of you wrong. If you were someone who was thinking of registering for my side hustle coaching program but hesitated, my current crop of students are a quarter of the way into their side hustle coaching program and they're forming the makings of their first side hustles. Why? Because they have spent years talking about their passions like a pro and they know what they can do what they can make and what they can produce. And if you recognise yourself talking about your passions like a pro, then you also have the makings of your first side hustle. I was listening to this conversation where two black women, who I assume were friends, 
where one woman was saying to the other something like, these things. And one woman had a piece of soap in her hand. And one woman was saying to the other, these are lovely, but they're nowhere near as nice as yours. The other woman, her friend, then gave a shallow kind of, yeah, and then went into a whole paragraph of conversation about how she thought the soap her friend had in her hand had been made. I mean, talking like a real pro. Then her friend said, and who told her to say this? You should sell yours. And the other woman said, yeah, I know, but I've only ever made them for me. There's other stuff out there that people prefer to buy. And me, creeping behind these two sisters like a stalker, I'm listening to this and screaming inside saying, no, you're wrong. Craft products and the quaint products that people make on their kitchen table in their spare time on that rare one Sunday afternoon when nothing much is happening, these homemade products are some of the most sought-after products on the market at the moment. And if that's you and you're out here talking about your passion like a pro, then you have the makings of a side hustle. Why? Because people are always looking for something different something quaint and like the authenticity of wonky carrots, potatoes and avocados, fruit and veg which never made it onto the supermarket shelf because they were not perfectly shaped. Like these funny shaped fruit and veg which we now see prominent in every supermarket, people will pay for that one thing that looks different to everything else they usually buy. And so whilst people out there who make their own things will then look at the finished product and talk their efforts down, saying things like, <laughs> it's not as good as some of the other products out there on the market. Or, I like what I've made, but I'm not sure if anyone else will like it. I'm here to tell you that what you know about making your own products is where the magic and the money lives. And what is required is to make that mindset shift from someone who might be a closet cheerleader who praises their efforts in private to someone who is a prospective seller and is open to testing that market to see what could happen if people get a chance to see what you can do. So, the first thing that will help you to make that transition from closet cheerleader to a prospective seller who talks about their stuff like a pro with confidence is to first start with self and check your own attitudes. Are you putting yourself down? Are you scaring yourself back into holding on to routines that stifle you? Or are you forgetting that after you have done your morning affirmations, the first spoon of kindness every day should be to yourself? If this resonates with you, then you simply have to believe that you are made to achieve great things and that you have a purpose for which you were put here. And 
that you are going to pursue that positive purpose in your life. Talking yourself up is one of the best things you can do to remind yourself of your higher positive purpose. Because if you don't do it, you will have to wait for someone else to do it for you. And it could be a long wait. The next thing you can do is to cut out overly negative people from the people in your life, especially where they form your closest circle of influence. Look, listen, we know that everyone can have a down day and be negative or moody, but we also know that some people in our circles seem to have down days every day of their lives and also that their misery is always looking for your company. So I say that if you have some of these people in your life, it may be time to put some distance between you and them. I say this because it's well known that the attitudes of people around you will have an effect on your own attitude. And if you're surrounded by negative attitudes that speak on everything you do with that negativity, then those attitudes are likely to bring you down and the down you feel will be even stronger if the negative person has a key place in your circle of influence or is a key person in your inner circle of people close to you. I know that it's hard to cut key people out of your life and it can be near impossible when you're talking about family. But what you can do is limit the time and exposure you have with these kinds of people so that you can keep the negativity to a minimum, especially when you are at your most creative. And whilst we're on the subject, a really positive thing you must do is to stop comparing yourself to others. Because when you do this, you can easily bring your own self down without the help of others. It's so easy to become negative about your life or to minimise the important role you have in bigging up your own self-belief. And when you forget this or forget to practice this, you can easily become focused on the comparison game where you're comparing yourself to others, where the focus can often be on concentrating on qualities you think you don't have instead of finding qualities you do have and then building on those qualities as your starting point. It's always important to remember that none of us know each other's stories and what might look good on the outside might not be so good when you get behind the public face. And that's true of everyone and all side hustles and businesses. Nothing is ever perfect and everything is not always as it seems and is not always moving at 100% of what you want. So instead of looking at something and thinking that it's better than what you have, it's better to concentrate on what you have and be grateful for that as your starting point and start building from there. And off the back of being grateful for what you have, 
The next thing I always promote is the importance of believing in your own success. Because if you believe in your ability to succeed, you believe in the abilities and skills you have, and then you have enough to move yourself towards your own success. Sure, there will always be people around you who will help you to doubt yourself and try to hold your hand as you try to hold yourself back from succeeding. But holding yourself back is less likely to take root if you don't believe in yourself. Now, like everyone else, you may have to change some things and add some other things to make your thing work. But if you commit to telling yourself that you can do it and commit to believing in yourself, then one way or another, you will get the job done and you will succeed at whatever you put your mind to. And that success will come because you are doing more to visualise your success and your focus on visualising your success is key to your ability to actually achieving your success. Don't get me wrong, you do have to do some work. You have to have a bit of a plan for how you're going to get to your end goal. And as part of that plan, you have to have strategies for what you will do when you feel like giving up. You have to have a plan to help you push through those moments of doubt if you visualise yourself winning and visualise yourself finishing at the end of your goal and then visualise how you will feel once you complete your goal, this will help with your journey because you are more likely to be feeling and thinking positively about any situation you are in. And that right there encourages you to see that your success is possible. And following on from believing is yourself is not fearing failure. I devoted a whole podcast episode to this right at the start of my podcasting journey because it's such an important topic. If you want to re-listen to episode 10 of the podcast, which is called Why It's Okay to Fail, you'll find a link to that episode in the show notes for this podcast. Just scroll down to the end of the notes and hit the link. You see, I remember being at school and all I was taught was that I was a failure. I was told that my only jobs in life would be stacking shelves in a supermarket and that I had to prepare myself for those jobs and be grateful that at least somebody wanted to give me a job. And all this was happening whilst the white girls in my class were preparing themselves to study medicine and law and teaching and dentistry and pharmacy and other professions like these. I remember not really knowing what all these professions were because they were never talked about to the black girls in my school. But I knew what a teacher was and I knew at that time that their only investment in me was to secure my failure. For whatever reason at that time and in that era, those teachers had no investment in seeing me and young people like me succeed. 
And I know my experience is not uncommon. And I know that many of us carried that experience into our adult lives. And this is why I recorded another podcast episode called Could You Be Programmed for Failure? And in that episode, I talk about the baggage that we could be carrying around that is imprisoning our dreams and potential. Because that's what I discovered. I discovered that I was limiting my potential based on that fear of failure because I had a job that I was grateful for and I felt that if I moved out of that job, everything would collapse. And I realised that I, at the time, was programmed for failure and I decided to make that change and challenge that mindset that I had developed. If you want to listen to that episode, the link to that episode will also be in the show notes. Now, there's nothing wrong with working in a supermarket or in a retail or minimum wage job. Please don't get me wrong. Some of the happiest people I know work in this really important sector. And in fact, after COVID, so many people left their high pressure jobs, took a step back and are now happier working in minimum wage jobs. Why? Because it allows them more time to dream, more time to plan a better future for themselves and more time for them to follow their passions, which is why more side hustles were set up during lockdown than at any other time in recent memory. And the reason for that is because When people in that sector finished their jobs at five o'clock, the rest of their time was theirs. They were not taking work home. They were not working up early in the morning to do the work to try to get ahead. They were not staying at work late at night trying to finish that day's work. When they clocked off, they were off. And then they were off dreaming and planning a better future for themselves. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that failure is only a state of mind. And from wherever you are, if you want out of your circumstances and if you want your situation to change, you have to be in the right mindset to make that change. And to have the right mindset, you have to train your mind to work for you and not against you. And when it comes to mindset training, You can do that by the usual positive thinking and visualising your success. Yes, but you also need to go a step further and limit anything that takes away the positive work you are doing. And one of those things that you need to limit is the intake of negative news and negative social media, including gossip social media all of which are generally full of fake news and negative reporting and all of which can have the negative effect of feeding your mind some really damaging and negative messages. And when your social media is running free without any constraints, it too can be as addictive as any class A drug because that screen is designed to keep you on it for as long as possible, like crack cocaine. 
and filling your time with mindless activity and all that is wrong with the world or all that is wrong with your life in comparison to other people will not help you to start or end your day in the right way. And that's not me saying this. This is what research bears out. There are clinics springing up all over the world to try and deal with screen addictions that have come from gaming, watching videos and social media scrolling and other types of addictions. And the ages of those who cannot function or refuse to function without their screen fix, well, the ages of those in difficulty are getting younger and younger. So you have to be mindful of this. Social media and other forms of screen time with a purpose is where it's at. And this is something I teach on my side hustle coaching program. The other things you can do to train your mind to think and behave positively is to increase your physical activity, which helps to reduce stress and increases those happy brain chemicals. Why not go out walking and listen to an audiobook instead? Or listen to this podcast on your walk instead of waking up in the morning and scrolling during your free time. Doing something else that can give your day a lift and get you excited is where it's at. So why not do that? And whilst we're on the subject of doing positive things in our day... Why not think about volunteering and helping others? You just never know that the one thing you do for someone today might be that positive light that makes all the difference in their lives, not just for today, but going forward. The happy feelings you can get from doing these positive things will help to keep your mind focused on what you can do rather than what you have not done. I started this podcast by saying that if you're out here making and talking about your passion like a pro, then you have the makings of a side hustle. And I stand by that because your passion is the key to unlocking your potential. But you have to take that first step, which is to break down that thing that is holding you back. And that's me for this edition of the podcast. Until the next edition, have a wonderful Black History Month and try listening to some of those conversations. And remember, fear is really only a false education about your reality. With faith in yourself and a plan B, You can achieve any dream you choose. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha. And for this episode, 